Welcome back. It's the very last Corked Stats. Powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Thank you to them and thank you to you. Download that bad boy. Use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And it's enough money to do some damage. If you haven't made money in baseball already, get ready. We're going to turn up the heat in football. Today's just a little bit different. Think of it like the last day of school. You know, the work is done, right? The pencil's down, the test is over. We're just waiting for the bell to ring. I got a moonshot parlay for you if you hang on to the end. We're just going to go a couple minutes today. You know, do us some thanks. Maybe clean up a couple of loose ends and maybe do some promotion, right? So let's start there. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. <clears throat> and make sure that you uh, press the like button below on YouTube. That stuff matters so much. And you've proved it, right? We are just like the living embodiment of... How, you know, you could take a show from nothing, right? There was no listenership. There was no viewership. You know, whatever few people liked my stuff. And, you know, to mix it up with Patty Mayo and get the show out here and do all the things that we do really was really was great with those three pillars of profit, everybody, right? We did daily. We did DFS and jock market, all the total base work we did. And I guess let's start there, right? So let's we'll do a little bit of lesson one maybe a lesson on each of the three pillars. I give you a moonshot parlay. I have a little um, a tease of the NFL graphics I have coming up for um, opening kickoff. Make sure you're watching out for the Mayo Media Net, the mix. It's going to be called Hosted by Me. And we're going to be doing, oh my gosh, it's going to be crazy. Again, why is Patty Mayo so good at what he does? Because when he gets his you know, hands-on talent, and I'm using, I'm using that word quite literally, not that I'm saying I have any of it, but I'm the employee, you know, you got to let them flourish, and there's a lesson for all you people out there that might transcend into your real life, you know, don't try and micromanage when you bring somebody in that you believe in, right, that hopefully once you believe in them, it means you think their goal is congruent with yours, the best employees are the ones that perform when your back is turned. So you want to be surrounded by people like that. Pat understands that. He knows I work my butt off. You don't have to tell me to get up and go because I love this. So I love him and I love you. Lots of loving. And thanks for me going on today. Gosh, man, the stuff that we did this year. What a ride. It was so much fun. And I think that's a good part of it, right, as we get into these lessons for today's Always incorporate that. You know, you got to have fun doing this. Make no mistake, I have a lot of fun doing this for all the hard work that it is. And again, it's a lot. It's a lot of hard work. And, you know, I even took on the production end of this. You go back to the very first show of the year. It didn't look nearly as good as it does now. I've been burning the candle at both ends to bring you all the graphics and figure out how to do this stuff. I've never done graphic design before. I do all of this. And again, not because anybody makes me. I just want to be the best. And that's a kind of cheesy adage, right? They say you love what you do. You don't work a single day. I mean, I can't wait to get back in the lab, win, lose, or draw. Now, granted, maybe more with a win. And we got more of that as we were getting better at, you know, the production. As I was allowing myself more and more time to focus on the work. Of course, we started to take off and it brought us here, getting picked up for the baseball series. So people, when you're doing your, you know, DFS work, your daily work, your jock market work, it really try and get granular. You know, I think that... It, it is important to be looking at players in terms of sine waves, right? Something we've talked about ad nauseum, and I think it's very important. And I'll give you a good example before we move on. And it's this constant debate that goes on in circles as well it should with how to treat recency, right? Do you just chase the hot player? We know it happens in bunches, but it's not like it's a physical magnet. I generally attribute these things to health plus timing. 
and then you got a little bit of luck, that's another story for another day. But health and timing, those things, you could see them coming in waves, and those are the things we do want to back. But I think it's more than just looking for the last seven data, because that can be misleading, right? If you think of things in waves, there is a period that the output will look sufficient, but when we view it in terms of a wave, we'll see that it's on the downswing and we're already out. Good example, OPS, 850 OPS is usually a very good thing. So I finally got an 850 OPS last seven. Well, what was it before then, right? Is it tracking up or tracking down? If this is a very good hitter that had a 600 OPS for the past two months and then starts posting 800, 900 OPSs for a week or so, then that's maybe top sine wave. But if a guy's putting up 1,000 OPSs, then he starts coming down to 850, right? You can see how, again, everything's relative. And that's the first feather in the cap that I'd like to leave you with is... Keep your eye on all the plates of the scale, right? Don't let any one stat kind of tip it for you. And use my picture sheet, even though I'm not putting it out anymore. I think just seeing it will help you understand right, how we tell the story. And I say on the show often, let the stats sing to you. Let it sing you a song. You can't be in a rush to get to the last page of the book. You're going to read it and not understand how you got there. So, again, don't be afraid to be granular. Remember, use our triple slash batting average ISO OPS. Because ISO is extra base hit rate, OPS counts walk, those don't count for total base props. So if you're going to be in that market, you got to understand the rules. And I always stress people, I like to hit at on the road because then you guarantee yourself that ninth frame. So there's a couple of, you know, just tips and tricks and to use while you're going forward, maybe how to view things. Let's get a bit to the fantasy end. I hope people learned the biggest lesson for fantasy baseball is to be proactive. Even if your team is very good, you should always be looking to improve every spot no matter what. And even if every spot feels full, you should be looking to speculate on that last spot and look for the big closer and look for the big call-up. You know, always stay on top of it. We got a perfect example of the baseball world in the past, I don't know what, 72 hours. Justin Verlander, Tony Gonsolin, and today Shane McClanahan all down. Well, guess what? They were probably a common thread on many winning teams. Now, you can't replace those guys apples to apples, but who was out there adding the Detmers, you know, who's going to be adding the Tucker Davidson and the next wave of guys to try and stay on top. You know, I wasn't on top. I'm coming up from the bottom. Albies, Teoscar, Mitch Hanniger. You're going to have injuries. Bryce Harper, these things happen. It is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Baseball gives you enough time to kind of recoup, hopefully. I mean, not always, but hopefully. And if you follow along the work, I think the most important thing that we saw identified and then executed most importantly was time sorting advanced statistics on the hitter side looking for blast instead of barrels because barrels will get you in trouble again always looking for contact x woba is good the amalgamation then on the pitching side make sure you're looking at swing and misses and contact people try and focus on either it's almost like hard hit rate there's different hard hit rates one is subjective, one is objective. You kind of got to know them both. You're never going to have all the nuance and the context, right? That stuff that we always brag about. So I think that's some good fantasy tips right there. Man, as we turn the corner, I'm, I'm just really, if you could tell, right, my demeanor is a little, it's not off. I'm very happy. You know, it's just, I can't believe it. You know, I just can't believe it. And I'm not in a sad way. I just can't believe, you know, these things end and I tend to be very emotional. I tend to get 
really attached to things. So I put my I, my passion into them. Right? I hope that makes a lot of sense. Uh, trust me, I know content creators that could care less. The microphone gets unplugged. They do not care how it went. They do not care if they taught anybody anything. And obviously, I like to think even today, right, where I just turn on the mic and rip it, you know, no prep like I normally do, hours and hours of preparation for every minute of production because I think that's what it takes to bring you the best show. You know, we don't have the liberty of 40 producers and all that stuff. And that's what I think we need it. I think this show kicks everyone else's arse, right? So it's back to having some of that fun. And I wonder if you got a peek of it for the video people out there. Yes, indeed you do. That is a Mickey Mouse hat. So we might as well do the full thing. You know, I got my ears ready. And yeah, that's right. I told you. I, I may be a tough guy with a spotty past and a record to prove it. But <laughs> I am also a Disney dad of heart. Love my family love my friends, surround myself with people that are positive, and I think that'll take us to the next lesson, and that probably transcends, again, all the baseball work. Um, it, all this probably is a betting lesson. They're all betting. All life lessons are betting lessons, and vice versa. I truly believe that. And it's about, back to having fun, because it's about sustainability, and there's your betting lesson, right? People that think betting is about predicting winners, foolish. You know, that's... Yeah, it's part of the function of success, of success, but it can't be the goal because you don't control it. So you can't make your goal something out of your control. You have to make your goal something that you can control. And when you do that, the best way to lay out those plans is whether or not they're sustainable or not. I'll give you one perfect plan that people saw throughout the year, right, more. I've had some novice betters reach out to me and thank me for helping them. But you see this, and that's fine. You know, it's what I do. You have two bats, right? Fine, you're, here's a... One of the original strategies you want to first looking for sustainable strategies. Find your favorite two plus money bets on the board, right? Your favorite two plus money bets. Take whatever you were going to bet, split it in half, bet it on those two events. And if you hit one out of two on average, you're going to succeed wildly. I mean, wow, wildly succeed. And and this is on, they don't even have to be long odds, right? If it's plus 120 and plus 120, hit one, you're 20%. That's phenomenal. And you have to think in those terms. So again, right, there's lessons on top of lessons. These, listen, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. You know, and here you are learning from a grown fat man in a mouse suit. <laughs> Ooh, if you had that in your big old card this morning, let me know. <laughs> You can tell, man, I'm ready to jump on that jet plane. Believe it or not, I never admit it, but I am tired, man. I am tired. You know, it's this stuff is no joke, and I was following. You know, I really take a heart, you know, I take this to heart. But I'm not just, again, some talking head that doesn't care. I'm involved in the market. I'm betting at a high level. I'm playing fantasy at a high level. I'm involved with the other creators. I'm involved with the, you know, the companies involved, the line makers and the professional gamblers and now, you know, media companies and stuff. So I, I, I was going around the clock, you know, up before, really up before dawn, but up past the sun. So, you know, I'm the last one out the office and the first one in the office. Again, back to those things that we can control and trying to be sustainable. If you're going to do that, be the first one in and the last one out. You better make sure you're having fun. Because if you're not having fun, you're going to start to present the work. And if you present the work, you're out. You lose. It's over. Because especially in the game of sports betting, trading, you know, whatever, risk ventures, you're going to get chewed up and spit out 
the second you allow the process to be affected by the emotions. Which is why it's funny, part of why I'm so like, blah, blah, so crazy is, then people kind of assume like, oh man, you must be nuts when you win a bet. And it's just the opposite, right? Think of your emotion like as a pressure valve. You gotta let it out. Don't believe anybody that says like, oh, I don't, I'm so cold, I'm so cool, I don't ever have emotions. That's ridiculous. We don't want to be that. We should not strive to be that way. I understand that they exist. I also know I'm hyper, crazy person, a fringe lunatic. So you let out and burst. Let out when it's appropriate. I like to root during the game, and the second it's over, unplug. Do not care. You don't see me. You just don't see me doing it. I'm not going to ham and haw and complain. It's just not like that. You know, you, can say, ah, you got a job and a call. That's it. Bury it. Put it away. I try not to even mention it the next day. It's just not how it is. Because you're going to get good breaks. You're going to get bad. These things, they, they happen. Again, last lesson, or next lesson, they never end, I guess, right, is don't get too hung up on on outcomes and outputs. You know, I have years of professional handicapping. This is my first year in red, first time ever. Although, if these um, future bets pan out, I got some. He- I got a heavy Alonzo MVP ticket. He's got to catch Goldie, and I got a heavy Julio Rodriguez um, rookie of the year ticket. He could win that one. So you know, balance it out. Then I have futures play again. So. You- you don't want to stamps of sustainability, right? I don't put all my eggs in one basket where it's binary win or lose. I try and split up the R responsibly into as many pieces as I can responsibly and put them in as many good probabilistic scenarios responsibly as I can, which is why, you know, betting is not nearly as exciting as people think when you do it properly, right? It's actually kind of boring managing bips and, you know, saying more, ah, that's not for me. Then, you know, let's get it, you know, whoa, you only live once. Whatever, I don't do that stuff. You guys know that. Hopefully you learned a bit about it. The DMs have been flowing in. It has been awesome. Again, you know, rate, review, subscribe to the channel. But keep an eye on us for the football mix. It'll be coming up. going to be awesome. Super exciting. I mean, I've got some crazy stuff. It turns out I just broke the betting market in football. We'll talk about it another time. I just can't believe, I can't believe my ideas are, are so stupid in their simplicity. But I guess that's, that's really it. You know, I try and make things easier, right? Necessity being the mother of invention. I try and make things easier for myself. Sometimes I go, wow, that... That really that worked. And then other people might say the same thing. So keep an eye out for my cost per point analysis if you're into betting football. We're, I don't want to say we're changing the game. We're, it's, that's the course is heading on. If you know anything about NFL betting, NFL Week Zero is the hardest week to find CLV because those lines have been on the vine for so long. In the 10 days since I put out my analysis, we picked at all three line movements before that happened. That's not normal. That's not normal. I'm getting texted now. People are like, how did you do that? Um, I, again, you know, just work, work, work. Don't get too ahead of yourself. Have some fun. Stay in the arena. And make sure that you wear those scars. You know what I mean? I didn't get this ugly without taking shots to the face. Getting knocked to the ground. Coming back up. I have blown up and eviscerated five-digit betting accounts. So I want to make that a point as well. I've done tons of losing. Tons and tons of losing. But back to another point I mentioned before. The reason why it didn't affect me as much is I surround myself with positive people. Again, I often talk about my family and Disney. And I know that could be kind of saccharine and blech. You don't have to be into family or any of that stuff. You should, however, have something else that fulfills you. I think that is important, right? So you don't... I think it should be something creative, not be money-driven. I think that's the only thing. Because I tried to fill my hobby derivatives trading with sports betting. And they're exactly the same thing. Don't do that. Write, walk, exercise, you know, something. Just find something positive that disconnects you. And you may find that is when the light bulb goes off and it takes that initial work to the next level, right? You always think working more, more, more. Sometimes more is not always more. Sometimes less is more. Just getting away, viewing the macro picture. So we're just laying lessons on top of lessons on top of lessons. Or let's see if we can make a ton of coin on the way out. I always wanted to be a Twitter fraud. 
So let's be a fraud. I posted one of these today. I think we already lost, but I mean, listen, if you're doing this stuff, you're kind of crazy in the first place. So for the audio only listeners, get your notepad. I think you're going to have to jump over to YouTube to grab this image. There are 10 <laughs> plays. We're going to turn a $20 Andrew Jackson, which I have in my pocket, into $21,000 if we hit this one. Anything like that, man. I'm talking to die. I love doing this. I see people do this. I want to do it too. It's my last day. What are you going to do? Cancel me? You can't cancel me. Too late for that, man. You cancel my mouse ears flopping around. Look at those things. Hop over to YouTube and press the like button if you like my Mickey ears. All right. How ridiculous am I? All right. We just want all the dogs on one side. Oakland, the Mariners, the Royals, the Phillies. I think a favorite. Yankees and Angels going over. That a nearly a half a dozen run line covers. It's the Guardians, the Cardinals, the Mets have the Grom, the Braves have uh, Freed or Wright. Uh, Minnesota has um, Joe Ryan. So I'll be backing some Tristan McKenzie for Cleveland, Quintana for St. Louis. Uh, I think it's Caprillion for Oakland. You know, we're trying to back some of our guys that we like. Uh, maybe Singer and Noel. I don't even know. This is not bad. I'm just ridiculous at this point. But we're going for it. That's it. I'm going for it. I spent you know five months putting together a math thesis every 24 hours to back these bets. We're going to go the other way. We're going mouse ears on this one. We're going YOLO. Woo-hoo! So hopefully I'm going to pick this $20 in my pocket and turn it to 21 k do the same for you and hopefully pay for not only my Disney trip but some other ones. So again, it's Oakland, the Mariners, the Royals, the Phillies, the Guardians, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Braves, the Twins, and the Yankees and Angels to go over. I can't believe people actually recommend like 7, 8, 19 parlays every day. Just bananas. So hard to hit. Really, really so hard to hit. But speaking of hard to hit, what has not been hard to hit? Those F5 team totals have been fire. We Reds just crossed just now a few minutes ago. Those things are fuego, man. We're gonna have to keep we're gonna have to keep betting those. So I know a lot of people are asking where my work is gonna be. I was really trying not to put my work behind a paywall. Again, hat tip to Patty Murdoch Mayo. What the goat? He is so cool, man. That I uh, listen, I say rising tide rise raise all ships. He gave me the green light to do the show, to put a little cash hole in the pocket, and I said, Those tools are yours and everybody that hangs out with the Mayo Media crew. But now that the cash is gone, so are the tools. I tried to sell the show. I couldn't do it. We did get picked up for football, so gold star on my nose, but yours. Because, again, without you, there's no me. I, trust me, I know that. I come from nothing, from literal zero. I've had to do everything. I have my own. Pay for my wedding and my car, my home, and my every you name it. I paid for it. I know what it's like to have to bet professionally, to keep a family afloat. Thank goodness I don't have to do it right now. So you notice, as much as I can teach you how to do it, I don't think you want to do it as a primary income. I do think betting has a has a pretty good spot as a supplement, a secondary or tertiary income when you kind of know what you're doing and focus on these. Like, on the way out, I'm expecting to make a lot of money on these F5 team totals because, again, now I won't be moving the market. I'm going to be in and no one else is on it. So maybe I do need to put it on Patreon. If I do, I'm going to keep it under 10 bucks. But we'll do baseball, we'll do football picks. I'm going to make sure I do my cost per point analysis and do it every single day. So you're getting like unique, unique and value-added material. It means a lot to me. I hate the idea of being behind a paywall. But again, if it's like 8 bucks for a month and I'm, I'm, we're going to put your football game sharpened, you know, these analysis are going to do it. I'm telling you, I really, I think it's worth a lot more. I think it's worth a lot more. Again, I'm selling myself short. So if I get that and my promotion. But look out for the mix, Mayo Medium Net Mix. Coming up is going to be just awesome. I just 
released I had my boys from ITL on Bogman and Welsh we were talking about overreacting to spring training and some young you know players and stuff so I think that'll do it for the baseball end remember sustainability um be happy you know be fulfilled have fun doing this it should be fun and you also don't have to bet every day you know I had to bet every day I'm working and I won't put out a bet on that betting so therefore I'm betting every day but you don't have to bet every day especially if you feel beat up or you feel tired or you can get to your process no bet better than a bad bet let's do that my favorite betting lesson for everybody all the new listeners this will really stick with you and I hope earn a like button and maybe a review that really is the five star review is the nicest thing you can do for us if you've listened to the show we've helped you at all that's the best way to say thanks for all the hard work you know we've um we've put in and it's a no no bet is better than a bad bet and it's not just the kind of a catchy phrase but we can actually quantify this mathematically so let's say you have a hundred dollars and you lose ten dollars in a bet ten percent i'm sorry in a bet so you have a hundred you lose ten percent you're down to ninety dollars pretty easy math even for a yo-yo like myself if you go out and win ten percent back on the 90 you're at 99 not at 100 one percent less than when you started Therefore, if this process were to be repeated over and over and over and over, you're not actually moving laterally. You're going down and you're going to end up at zero. And people don't often realize that. For every 10% you lose, you need to make 11% back. 10% on top of what you lost just to get back. Think about how impactful a loss is. And I think that should reach out even further into juice. That's why I don't pay it. Or I really try my best not to pay it because that's how you're going to get... That's how you're going to get in trouble. Again, trying not to predict winners, but being strong probabilistic scenarios that are sustainable. Speaking of sustainable, $20 parlays for $21,000 are not that. Let's not get it twisted. But once a year, hey, man, it's like Christmas around here for me. I'm wearing mouse ears. You know, what are you going to do? All right, so that's the baseball stuff. Let's take a quick look at the football graphic. Oh, I worked really hard on this bad boy. You can see it up there, my blue chips, because we're doing jock market, right? How cute. And I've got some projected points up there. That stuff's from Run the Sims. Just to give you an idea of what you're going to be looking at. You know, again, I'm bringing the smoke with these graphics. All that and the bag of chips. So rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Make sure you're looking out for the Mayo Media next Becks. and man I really had a great time and I hope you do too I hope you made some money but more importantly I hope you learned something you could use going forward and even more than that would be to hear that some of the lessons you learn you use in your real life right not paying a premium identifying values bucking the system being confident in your own methodology these things really matter and it wasn't until I had a firm grasp on these things that I was able to go independent I mean I'm a fully independent American I'm like a, I'm like the truest version of you know the 18th century American right now I don't have a job my wife doesn't have a job I mean like, I, I work but I don't really have a job I don't have a boss we don't you know, we don't do that stuff right I don't commute I don't nine to five we don't have lunch breaks I my kids are here you know we're always chilling that's how I wanted to do it and that'll be the last lesson for you to use in your real life and it's really how i did it and it's from not paying premiums so stop paying premiums don't care what anyone else does buy buy your cleaning supplies at the dollar store has that for a good tip it's legit find out the stuff you could replace in your life at the dollar store not food they'll get your food there but you buy your you buy your toilet cleaner there i don't care where the toilet cleaner comes from who cares about that sometimes it's even the same product so again identifying value not caring what other people think in real life and then measuring your wealth in terms of independence and that was the true that was the thing that that really took me to the next level 
rather than chasing cars and watches and stuff. And again, listen, you want that stuff, go get it. I'm not knocking it. You need to do what you go, what you want. We go around this carousel one time, far be it for some stanod like me, getting away of your happiness. Don't do that. But to me, those things can be fleeting, especially if they're depreciating assets like a car. You know, you work really hard, you buy it, it's off the lot, and things down 10%. I'm like, God, 10%, I'm ready to pull the stop loss on my trades, let alone the second I bought, I know I'm going to lose 10%. Not my style. So I thought of, well, how much money do I need to stay afloat? Let's say, right? To have a comfortable lifestyle. Uh, overhead, bills, food, everything. Figure that number out. Start to collect and save money in that increment. And you do it for long enough, you know, and you say, wow, I'm, I know six months ahead, 12 months ahead, I'm 18 months ahead. And once you get 18 months ahead, you could start believing, you know, go invest in yourself. You know, take, take what you've learned and, and, do it for yourself because that's where the money is, right? That's where the enjoyment is, really. It, it truly it truly is kind of working for yourself. But trust me, I've made, I've made way more money working for other people, but I've never been this happy because I'm controlling. To me, that's really the end of it. So, man, I'm really going to have a hard time pulling out. You guys are going to have to just turn us off. You can tell me I'm a, I'm a stammering motor mouth, and especially I'm getting emotional and I miss you. I don't know what I'm going to do without you, man. Well, I know I'll be riding, you know, the uh, Tower of Terror funny my, my three-year-old kids going, the scary elevator, the scary elevator. We're going, oh, you're going to be you're gonna be scared, right? But you know what? Listen, man, they enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I don't stop them. Let's go, man. You'll only live once. It ain't so bad, man. We scream a little bit. I'm the one usually the one screaming. So from the big guy with the big ears, from the big apple, big, big Mickey stud, man. And all the ladies and gentlemen at Cork Stats, you know, let's stop and thank Mr. Matthew Best and Cameron Baines, the producers here. They're just phenomenal guys, really hardworking. They sacrificed their own personal time to deal with me. And then, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Patrick Mayo. I really thank all of you that have tagged him on, on social media. I love it. I get such a kick out of that because that's what matters. Trust me, Patty knows, but he's busy. So you let him know that we know that he knows that this show was good. And that stuff matters because, again, that's what the sponsors see, right? They want likes. They want reviews. So if you like the show, that's what you got to do. Like the show. Stick your cartoon finger right inside me. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, my God. A little late. Whoop. All right. That'll do it. I'm just getting off the rails. Oh, man. I guess... I'm going to miss you so much, man. So enjoy the games, you know. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, you enjoy that pay. Hopefully for to, to the tune of 21000 How would that be on a $20 bill? Well, that'd be nice, man. We really, you know, pay for some Disney trips and the like. Get at me. Follow me on Twitter at MLBMovingABG. Make sure you're following up on all the work. I'm at The Athletic. I'm going to be on Twitter. I'm going to be probably doing a Patreon page because this cost per point stuff really matters. It's really, it's kind of important to the betting space. So... Now that I'm on it, it's probably going to end up being my thing. And if you want to be on the ground floor, you know, you know where to be. The big dude screaming at his computer, baby. Ah, man. All right. I got to go have some fun. I got to go ride some roller coasters. You go make sure you don't get yourself into too much trouble. And, um, yeah, I guess I see you soon. When we come back, man, it's football time. Wow. Hood, hood, hood. I can't wait, man. Catch you on the flip side. I'm really going to miss you all so, so much. This show just meant the absolute, absolute world to me, yo. Peace.